This week on the podcast, Lady Luck is a hooker, and I'm fresh out of cash as we play Max Payne for the pod, and we add it to the endless list here on It's So Bad. Chris, Michael, hello. hello, Matt, Matt, you're back. Michael, hello. And you could subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Send us an email or tweet at us. The Twitter is at it's so bad pod. Uh, the email is it's so bad pod at gmail.com for all of your questions, comments, or concerns. But this week we are adding Max Payne to the endless list of video games. And uh, Matt, can you tell me a little bit about why you chose this game? Why are we adding this game to our endless list? Who does not love a good bullet time game? Entering <laughs> a room, slowing shit down, taking a look around, unloading your clips, diving across the floor, you know, just having it your way for real. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is a bullet time game. What other bullet time games are there? Are there a lot of bullet time games? Don't I? F- That's actually a funny question because I feel like there's a ton of games that came after this that have the bullet time gimmick, but I feel like I cannot yeah. think of them yeah. off the top of my head right now. I know I know this wasn't the first, but I think this is probably like the probably the biggest mainstream release anyway at the time back in 2001 or whatever it was, but um. um I don't know. I mean, I it's a central mechanic of this game. But I think other games, it's more like oh. a... Like Red Dead. Red it, Dead kind of has it, like, in a way, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so, Enter the Matrix has it, I remember. I mean, this yes. Max Payne is, is inspired by the Matrix. Um, also, there was this, like, cool multiplayer game that I never played, but I heard about, and it sounded super interesting, and I bet it's just kind of bad, but it sounded interesting. So it was a multiplayer game called Quantum League, where you go and you try to kill somebody... And then they, you can go in slow motion in the future and do another run. And as you guys kill each other, all of your ghosts are in the arena. So oh, you can shoot the ghost. That Yeah, I never played. Maybe I did play that. I remember that. Um, at first, though, you were just describing the plot to a Bruce Willis movie that came out a few years back. But guess not. Looper? What movie was that? Looper? Where he like, goes back in time. Oh, lo- and- uh, Looper. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. That movie so I- had one like <laughs> extremely creepy scene where a guy is like trying to escape in, in the future and he's like climbing over a a chain link fence and his body parts are being removed in like the past and it just looks super creepy as he gets dismantled <laughs> as a human being. Well it's terrifying. There's your uh, there's your looper reference for the uh for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but so also another, uh, another big game that I enjoyed for the three sixty was a game called Stranglehold. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. It was a John Woo game. That was a yeah. heavy bullet time game. And also, like, yeah, I enjoyed The Matrix quite a bit. And Dead to Rights kind of had elements of bullet time, but it wasn't as cool, if I recall correctly. Dead to Rights was basically just like a ripoff of this game, is that right. was what I remember. Um, Except you had your dog to kill people, too. Yeah. It was like, instead of Shinobi, it was like Shinobi, the second one with the dog. <laughs> the same thing. Um, 
Also, I feel like uh, um, that, is, yeah, that is not going to so, be the last time that John Woo is referenced in this podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I played this game back in the day. I um, I kind of – so there, there were games that I remember from college uh, specifically playing. I remember playing Manhunt, Super Smash Brothers Melee a lot. Played through Resident Evil Four and a bunch and a couple other games that like distinctly oh World of Warcraft that distinctly like stood out in my mind. But also like the number one one that I think I remember was playing Max Payne and I definitely had an illegal copy back then. <laughs> I, I don't remember how I got it, but I played it on my Mac too, which is really mm. weird. My MacBook boy. Well, yeah. you know, so. Game was good. I remember it being good. I so you can find this game right now. It's on PS2, Xbox. It's on uh, PC as well. If you want easy, the easy way to access it. But uh, yeah, I tried to play on my PS2, and I guess Chris, you played on your PS2, right? Yes. And so you were saying, and I was actually a little nervous because, like, I bought this game a while ago, knowing that we were going to ultimately do this episode, and I ne- yeah. I had never played Max Payne before. Any any of them. Right. Uh, prior to this pod and uh you started playing at the ps2 and you're like oh i'm having like 30 to 45 second load times like for every little thing right. and i was like oh shit and then um you know fortunately for me um when i started playing my ps2 i was not having that issue and um yeah sounds like you gotta yeah. your ps2 is gonna maybe dying uh, my third one or maybe the but disc. Um, maybe the disc some issues with that maybe it's a disc yeah also but also um the pc just had insanely fast load times in comparison sure and also there were like you know like a third of the load screens as well so like the whole levels would load not just like sections of levels um i did not have any problems with sections of the levels loading i did not either yeah i think uh, i played it on the original xbox (laughs) no so so they like so there were like segments. Uh, so a whole chapter would load, I would say. Oh. And then you don't. There's no loads in between segments. So if you're in like the subway, there were no load screens in the subway after the first load screen. Oh. Huh. So like in the PS2 version, when you go like upstairs, it'll be like, oh, load screen. Yeah. After you like encounter three bad guys. No, the whole thing was loaded in the PC version. Oh. So which made it much quicker and made it and also super easier too because you can uh hit a button and just save it's like f5 you hit a button and you can save wherever as opposed to at the start of a segment yeah these selling a lot of short so that was these selling a lot of short for version. someone who's who's not good at this game so that's that's cool you do you <laughs> <laughs> well no just just some things are incredibly incredibly <laughs> i'm just kidding in this game i'm just kidding but yeah, so this game was developed by Remedy Entertainment, published originally by The Gathering of Developers, but also would go on to be published by Rockstar Games. Um, the director is Petri... I cannot pronounce his last name because he's Finnish, but it's I'm going to try to. Jarvili Vileto? Jarvileto. Let's try that. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't realize that Remedy Entertainment was Finnish before, until I was doing research for this game. Um... Yeah, me neither, because I don't really pay attention to publishers or developers outside of um, this podcast. So, (laughs) full disclosure. Yeah, I I just, so, no, I I mean, I I like, 
So for me, like music, I follow labels, for example, and also mm. in video games, I follow publishers, and I like to know what they're up to in the future and stuff like that. Mm. So, and plus, you know, just doing research for this podcast has led me naturally to look into what, where a lot of these uh, people are located. I think this is probably the first, like, mainland uh, Europe developer we've had, which is interesting. Although Finland's not really, it's kind of mainland Europe, I guess. <laughs> It's like Eastern Europe. We'll say that for the Carmen the San Diego. Side. We'll say that for the Carmen San Diego <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So aside from UK, we've had some de- publishers in the UK, but it was, I thought it was super interesting. Uh, so it was written by Sam Lake. Sam Lake also is the face of Max Payne in this game. Mm-hmm. It's famously known for that. Yep. It came out in uh, July of two thousand one. Same year as Grand Theft Auto Three, Halo, Metal Gear Solid Two. Final Fantasy X, Animal Crossing, Devil May Cry, Super Smash Bros. Melee, Baldur's Gate 2. A lot of really great games came out in 2001. Boy, that's a banger of a year. Holy shit. (laughs) You know, that that was the year I think everybody was ramping up for when the PS2 first came out. Mm. And the Xbox also launched that year. Uh, mm-hmm. in November so like the first year of PS2 there were like not a lot of games that came out um, so Grant, and then the second year you had like Grand Theft Auto 3 Metal Gear Solid 2 Final Fantasy 10 those were like the biggest games at the time and I think also the GameCube came out that year which is why you got Melee or it might have come out the year before I don't remember but yeah so this is Remedy's second game they made a game before this called Death Rally they'd go on to make um, Quantum Break Alan Wake and Control. Um, did you ever? Did I know? I think Matt, you played Alan Wake, right? I did. Yep. Did you play Control? I mean, I was, no, but I beat. What was, what was the second one? Quantum. I forget. Quantum Break. Yeah, I beat that one too. Yeah, I actually played that very recently, but I have oh, not cool. played Control. Control is dope. It's really good. I need to get on that. I have it downloaded like on all my consoles, and I haven't started it yet. But I'm totally gonna do it soon. Probably after this podcast. It was. It was like it ran like shit on a base PS4, but it was still very like the they do. There's little touches in that game that are so good. Like they have a real guy who's like filmed in like if I don't know if you've ever watched Lost, but the, the Dharma Initiative, those videos that they had from the 60s, mm. a guy's like filmed in that manner. And, and it's basically like X-Files. The story is X-Files meets Twin Peaks. So it's like very uh, it was like straight up my, straight my bullshit it was very much my bullshit <laughs> <laughs> fucking loved it but yeah they they actually they hint at um they hint at alan alan wake's part of the dlc he, one of the the dlcs was alan wake so i don't think he's in the game but you like go to his cabin or whatever um i believe in one part of the the bureau um and then they had um what was it? They hinted at Max Payne being in the same universe. So they like want to make a remedy universe of games, which is pretty cool. Hmm. But yeah, we're, we're like save, doing the end of the podcast first here because we usually do, <laughs> do what's happening now later. But anyways, uh, remedy. So Finnish developer, they made a game called Death Rally, which was a top down racer. Um, wasn't really that great. Wasn't really that notable. But they would go on to make using the money they got from Death Rally to make a benchmarking tool called final reality which are you guys familiar with benchmarking tools at all so you're like testing testing performance of computers or whatever against how an engine runs so and you can do benchmarks to like see how it performs and like stress testing test it see how it performs 
and running stuff. Yeah. So they made a lot of money off that, I guess, and they used that money to finance the making of Max Payne, which originally was titled Dark Justice. It was going to um, be like and they tra- and almost and like also, the Blade Runner esque type, like near future. Well, I guess we're living in uh, the Blade Runner future now, based on <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, it was going to be like a like a near future uh, drug drug noir. Uh, pump game essentially. Yeah, and they also they changed the name to Max Heat at one point, and yes. um, I guess they even trademarked everything for that. But they uh, ran into trouble with uh, the fact that it was titled after a porn movie, and the porn movie I guess was an obstacle to them getting that trademark. Well, I also, <laughs> think, I also think one of the original names for Max Payne the character was like Dick Justice. Or something like that. No, it's like, yeah, yeah, come on. That's that's a that's a t that's a TV show actually. That was a TV show back in the day. Dick Justice. What? That's where they got that name from. Oh, yeah. Boy. Well, jokes on um, us. It was a, It was also originally pitched as an isometric game, um, and they were like, "Nah, we want to do different things." Um, so they they looked at. Um, noir movies, John with the John, John Woo movies, and they came up with the idea of using bullet time as like the primary mechanic for a video game, um, which is great because it worked out really well. And I guess when they were testing it, um, they originally, whenever you entered like an encounter with a bad guy, it would go into slow mo, yeah, and you have to fight him in slow motion, and that sounds miserable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that they got over that. <laughs> But yeah, so the controls in this game are that you um, can dive and go into slow motion and shoot somebody, or you can actually just hit a button and use up your your uh, meter of slow mo. I don't really remember how it refills. Does it refill when you kill people? Yeah, as you kill somebody, it recharges. Yeah, yeah. And one of the cool things about this game, when I first played it, I remember the slow mo was super cool, but you could also see the bullets as they come out and as they hit the. Uh, the other guys. It's also one of the first games I played with ragdoll physics as well. Hmm. So a lot of like, I'll, I'll say PS, PS3 version, a little bit of a struggle to see those bullets, but they're there. They're there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling you people out there, if, if you're into retro games, do yourself a favor and play the PC version. It's like five bucks and it's so much better. <laughs> so much better. Use it. And plus you use the mouse to, uh, it's keyboard mouse. So you use the mouse mm. to aim and it just feels a lot better to move around like that. Isn't, and um, it can move really fast. There was like a video I was watching that said the PC version that the, the slow-mo bullet time dive and the leap were mapped to the same key. Is that, is that true? The slow-mo bullet time and the what? Like, and, and just the regular the jump. Just the regular jump was, like, mapped or, like, was, like, mapped to the same key. Is that? Might be, but you can you can change yeah, that. Yeah, that was, so. like, like, some video I watched was, like, complaining about that at the PC, and I was, like, I was, like, oh, that doesn't make a lot of fucking sense to me, but whatever. <laughs> So they were they were also inspired by the PS1 game Loaded as well as the uh, Tomb Raider games. But the people who made it were like the Tomb Raider games are the camera is fucking miserable. Yeah. Like the people right. at Max Payne, but so they were like, "You're going to do something about that." But um, has anybody played Loaded? I haven't. No. I've never played it though. Yeah. It sounds familiar. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just it's a third person shooter, but. Like you, it's more like bombastic, and the weapons are kind of crazy, and it's very irreverent. Um, 
like South Park style humor. Bruh, um, I just played yes. I just played Max Payne for the first time in twenty twenty one. You think I played Loaded? No. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Epic game, epic series, two and three. What's that? Uh, Max Payne. Max Payne, about? yeah. Yeah. The third one is like one of my favorite games. It just has like the that uh, man on fire type plot to it. Still kicking those Brazi- pain kills around. It's in Brazil for some reason. Yep, yep. He goes and That's- works for a, an affluent family and ends up getting involved in a war with a drug cartel. And you know the kidnappings happen and he goes shit house and finally starts to sober up. I don't want to give away too much, but it, it it's a good game. He he makes a lot of poor life decisions. It seems he like. Does. <laughs> He's killed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has. Um, one of the things, too, about the development of this game, so the story is told through comic book panels, um, and, like, one of the things is that, so a lot of the face models and a lot of the models in the game were, like, developers or people who, like, friends of the developers, but even in the comic book panels, there's, like, drawings or digitized re- renderings of people's faces. And it's all, like, hilariously bad because no one knows how to act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does kind of feel like if, like, uh, if, like, one of us was, like, developing a game and then, like, called us to be like, hey, guys, like, I need someone to, like, pose for some characters as cutscenes in, uh, yeah. <laughs> in this game. Yeah, they said yeah, they and I mean, girlfriends... It- his mom's the villain. Hey, mom. Yeah. In a video game? Yeah. She Sham injects like the her son with Max. Like drugs. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> she tries to kill him. Tries to OD him. But yeah. anyways, Sam Lake is um, is Max Payne. Sam Lake's the writer of this. And the main antagonist, Nicole Horn, is uh, portrayed in the game by Sam Lake's mother. Um, so I thought that's, that's pretty funny. Um, so there's three parts to this game. Um... Basically, this is the Punisher. I would I would say. Yeah. So, so he's like I never got until I read the actual plot that he was working undercover for the mob. I never got that set up. You didn't get that from watching you know story. like literally like the first like ten minutes of the game. They do gloss over heard- pretty quickly though. Like they they mention it, but it's like all right, like but they randomly just assume uh, like at one point they figure out that he's a cop. But they don't. The, yeah, I agree. They don't set that part up like really. What the yeah, whole the whole like, rough. subway part is like meeting your DEA handler. And yeah, I, but I didn't. Be, I didn't know why we were there to like because I was like, oh, he's his kids died, and there was like this. You start off, and we missed that. Is a flashback to, or it's not even a flashback at the beginning. It's a. It's the uh, he walks in, and his wife's murdered, and the baby's murdered. And on PC, that baby looks fucked up. They cover <laughs> it on PS2, but they don't cover it on uh, on the PC version. Oh, really? So that was. Oh, like, I didn't oh, know that. This is creepy. I thought it was actually yeah. like worse that like the baby uh, was like covered in the PS2 version, like under a, a bloody blanket. Uh, <laughs> like yeah, no, it was out in the open. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. boy, well, it's terrible. I'm trying but to yeah, remember so- the Xbox version. I feel like I feel like it was not covered in the Xbox version either. But now I'm gonna check. So apparently, there's additional scenes in the PS2 version where it is uh, after like your family has been murdered. Max Payne clearly states in the PS2 version that. He's going undercover, and he's been undercover for years, penetrating these various crime families, and that he's supposed to meet his DEA handler in the subway, and they think, like, something big's going down, and then his DEA handler gets killed, and then the murder yeah. is 
pinned on Max Payne as a way to yes. kind of blow his cover. Yeah. And, and there's also some padding thrown in there because there's like a bank robbery that's happening at the same time. It's very confusing. <laughs> It's like, why is there a bank robbery happening in the subway? Uh, apparently. Apparently apparently, it was very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so there's three parts. There's that part. And then in between each part, there is, um, there is a dream sequence. Uh, and the dream sequences are uh, the worst parts of this game. Um, I don't <laughs> think anybody on this call... Ever. It's like it's so bad, and I quit on the PS2 version when I got there because I was like, I can't, I couldn't even see the blood trail. You have to follow this blood trail and platform around. Um, yeah, and it's ter- it's it's awful. It's like a maze at the start, and then it's a maze where you can fall off and you can die, and you have to go back to the beginning. Um, and it is just so terrible. On the PC version of this game, that platforming is bad, but it's like more, there's like more, you can, because of this mouse sensitivity, you can walk a little bit easier and you can save Mm -hmm. all the time. So I was like, oh, this is much better, but it's still a pain in the ass. I had to like watch a walkthrough to get to the the end of the second maze. But at the end of the second maze, you have to jump onto a platform where there's a cradle that's fallen over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you get to the end of that path in the PC version, there's an invisible box above your head and you can't jump. So what do you Why? do? So I was watching other people's <laughs> it's, I was watching other people's playthroughs about how they did it and like like cuz they, they everybody has this problem. It's a gl- known glitch in the game. Yeah. So you have to like back up and then you have to find where there's no ceiling and then run and jump at the point where there's no ceiling <laughs> and then get it. And if you jump too late, you hit the ceiling. I see. So it's so it's it's very like precise. So I was just like, F five, save, load, 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 and I just did it over for like. It took me like a half an hour to do the fucking jump. So maybe because it's like terrible. Maybe uh, this would be a good time to kind of backtrack from the from the dream sequences because you know this is a very good game where they're kind of leading with like a negative aspect of it, but like as to kind of like you know the gameplay itself is, you know yes there are these two dream sequences, but essentially there is like. 28 or so give or take like individual levels in this game that i think that don't really require platforming for the most part outside of a couple right levels like in the you middle have to jump of the on game. a train yeah and I, like it took me like three tries to jump on that train but yeah, beyond though, that there's not a lot of like not like a rockstar developed game but like it feels very much like a rockstar game where jumping just kind of sucks but um yeah but for the most part like the gameplay centers around kind of like um cool action shootout uh mechanics and like ducking for cover and whatnot and then yes when you get to these dream sequences of which there are only two there are only two in the whole game like they do suck they are the worst part of the game um the second one yeah is like you have essentially a small plank to uh like walk across like 
The first one's yeah. a little bit more like it's a maze, but like you got to follow like the crying sounds of like your wife and baby. Um, and as they get louder, like that's how you know you're on the right path and whatnot. I thought like, mm-hmm. yes, mechanically, like they suck, but I thought like from a story standpoint, like in a, a thematic standpoint, I was like, I thought they were like really good. I just wish like they didn't play so shitty because I thought like they yeah. had like a really cool layer to the story. Um, they, yeah, they, def- definitely they definitely place correctly in the in the story, especially like the, the the second dream sequence when he's all like shot up on on Valhalla, the Valkyr drug or the V or whatever you call it, um, you know, and he has that big flashback with the second one. Yeah, I I um I didn't think they did like uh, Ogre of Time came out right around then, and they did that directional. Uh, noise for the lost woods and getting around and finding skull kid um and that was like super it was intuitive because you could tell where the noise was from but the noise and the the dream sequences i could not tell which direction it was coming from because it would like bounce off the walls and i i I played head i played this on pc Mm. and i wore headphones and i still couldn't tell it was was, um, was tough but yeah it was more like in the first one it's like as you go down a hall it'll start to just decrease in volume like if you're going the yeah. wrong way so then you knew okay right. you gotta turn right around and go right back but yeah but sometimes there'd be like a four-way stop and you're like which way do i yeah, go yeah. i don't really know because yeah. the, yeah. the volume wasn't that great or the uh the sound design wasn't that great but yeah i mean just the, the good parts of this game i think it, the game play itself holds up pretty well you get a variety of different guns to choose from um you can get use your standard double pistols to and slow-mo dive with the double pistols or you can use the machine gun or an assault rifle or shotgun a shotgun sprays as we mentioned you can see the bullets and you see a spray of the shotgun um there's an assault rifle there's sniper rifle so uh, there's a large variety of different things you can use and how you can approach each situation and it's pretty cool I, you know i think that the way they designed the encounters were pretty good as well you like generally want to dive slow-mo dive through a doorway and shoot mm-hmm. a bunch of people and then like roll out of the way <laughs> and you and then like use your slow-mo because you have so you can see you hit slow-mo or you can use a slow-mo dodge and um it, it just opens a lot of doors to the gameplay possibilities in this in the combat areas but i really enjoyed the combat yeah it was very um you know so like a lot of the levels that you're playing through um for the most part like they're kind of like like kind of like these like hotels that like these like mafia bosses own or like these restaurants these mafia bosses own or some weird occult hideout that one dude owns which was kind of i don't know that was fun i enjoyed that and then like outside of like like the factory outside of like the factory (laughs) levels like you know which are kind of like they're kind of unique that it's like towards the end of the game you're like in these like high-rise tower office buildings were actually were some like the most fun levels to me those later levels but uh god it's like especially like in the um like the weird like brothel levels like there's just so many times where it's like you're just like opening a door and you go all right i hear all these npc gangster guys like you know (laughs) just shooting the shit about all sorts of random stuff i'm trying to remember what it was it was like talking (laughs) like their favorite like space balls or like some other movies like that like the npc dialogue in this game is like incredible and sometimes i would just stop and just listen for like the 30 seconds that it played out but then it would be like very satisfying to do like that 
bullet time dive into a room and just, you know, light everybody up. And I always try to play with um, uh, either the dual Berettas whenever I could. Yeah. So, I don't know. That just felt like more like a how it should have been type thing. But towards the end, right, you got to right. kind of move to like the assault rifle. But I don't know. I didn't use the yeah, shotgun you... a lot. I, I was I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dual pistol this thing as far as I can. So you you have like the hotels the CD hotels you're working through, then you're um, there's like a dock level, as well yeah. where you're on a sh- you go eventually go to a ship and you're on a shipyard that level's kind yeah, of boring. You get weapons for Vlad wants you to take out a bunch of people and then you kind of make friends with him and but yeah wait, going back like going a- back to the the hotel though can we just talk about Rick Muerte for a second or Rico <laughs> Muerte and his his scene. Where he's telling the yes. story, but the two gangs is killing each other. He's got his pants around his ankle. He's clearly, you know, getting some, uh, you know, you know. And then you go in and kill him, and and he has, he ba- you shoot him with his pants around his ankles. I mean, like that's just. Oh yeah, but then oh, the, uh, the the prostitute comes up and she starts shooting at you. Yeah. In fact, she really killed me the first time I I played because I didn't think I was supposed to shoot the prostitute. <laughs> um, Candy Dawn. That also, before that. Before that, when you go to his room, he has a shotgun rig to his door. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And when you open the door, the shotgun blast, I was like, oh, that's that's nifty. Um, yeah, so there's, like, bosses, too. There's that guy. There's the guy you have to chase on the train and then through, like, a construction site. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember the, the other tri- bosses. The trio. There's, you know, there's the trio. Lupino. Lupino is the saint in this guy there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I liked, I like the, I like the random like occult, uh, uh, like twist it took like for for him in particular because I kind of feel like you know, it's uh, I feel like that's every good like noir character I feel like always has like their one like kind of like occult foil and uh, I thought that was yep. like, a nice little addition to the, uh, to the game. And that train, but in the like, end, when you, when you jump on the train and like you're chasing Vinny Cogniti, that that jump that they both do, him and Max at the end, is like hysterical. Like that corkscrew, <laughs> yeah. like, corkscrew flip off the train yeah. that they land perfectly, like perfect ten in the Olympics. Like it's just, oh. <laughs> but yeah, in the end, it turns out that I guess this corporation named the Aegis Corporation, Aegis or a- Aegis? I think Acer, Acer, yeah. Acer, that's right. The a- Acer Corporation, not to be confused with the company that makes computer hardware, um, <laughs> the Acer Corporation, they um, are creating a drug called Valkyr or V and mm-hmm. your wife found out about something and they murdered, they, they sent a pack of drug crazed fiends <laughs> to kill your wife. And that's why you have to go after the Acer Corporation and kill Nicole Horn, who's the CEO of this company, this pharmaceutical company. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of ridiculous. You like you like go through like a lab in the end where there's like drug test subjects, and they're like, "Let me out!" Oh, or me yeah, out. as the building's blowing up. <laughs> yeah, um, and you're like, "Yeah, fuck you, fuck off, I'm leaving." <laughs> yeah. I think getting back to the uh, the immersive style of the gameplay, or at least. You know, immersive for like two thousand one standards. Like I, I appreciated that. Like, um, so many objects where you could interact with, like throughout throughout the game. Like, yeah, you pass a sink, you can turn, you can like hit it, and like the faucet will run, 
or you go to like a soda machine. You hit a, a can will come out. The bed vibe. Yeah, that's what I was gonna, bed, that's the gonna bed like vibrates. Eat to. I was like, oh my god, I'm in like the brothel, and I, I just like, <laughs> I clicked on a bed that started vibrating, and uh, I did like that when the soda can comes out. If you shoot the soda can, it then sprayed uh, soda for like a little bit, or like, oh nice, or like um. I don't know if this happened to you, but like when you're having like these like tense firefights with, with people, and um, you know, there's like a fire extinguisher like on the wall. If you hit the fire extinguisher, it would start spraying around. But uh, yeah. yeah, two like little yeah. things that I liked is that um, uh, the TVs like were playing like two like recurring shows like throughout throughout the game, and uh, I don't know if yeah. you, I don't know if you stopped to, like listen to them, but like one was like. My lord, my lady, and it was like really funny because it was like these like two like it was like two like medieval characters like going like what should we do, my lady? I don't know, my lord. What do you think we should do, my lord? Ah, my lady. I don't know. It's like and it goes on for like like two and a half minutes of just like them doing like my lord, my lady. But then there's like the pink flamingo one that's like uh, yeah. around the midpoint of the game. It's like very Twin Peaks esque. And then it also yeah, it's but, also got a yeah. I was gonna say it has the scream yeah. from like you're a baby right. dying, which is you know fucked. But like yeah, it's basically the Black Lodge from uh, Twin Peaks playing out like on that yeah. TV. And I was like, I was like, good, very good. <laughs> <laughs> With the red velvet curtain and the checkered board, yeah, very, floor, very yeah. on the nose, very, very on the yeah, nose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they these people would go on to make Control, which is very on the nose, but for like a million different game or a million yeah. different pieces of uh, TV or movie. So, but yeah, I mean, this is a game. This is a very good game. I really enjoyed this game. Um, the only thing that I would say I didn't enjoy is the, as I mentioned, the dream sequences were, were annoying. I did think some of the levels got pretty monotonous. Because you're just basically most of the time going in slow mo and shooting people, and there's not a lot of things that change it up besides from like the map. Um, so I thought that was that was bad. But I mean, there's a lot that I there's a lot to like. I liked the sniper segment in the last section. Mm. Um, I like the um, the last boss fight where you have to shoot out the tower and drop the tower on the helicopter. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty nifty for the time. Um, so they do like little things like that, which were nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I, and just in general, I thought the actual moment to moment gameplay was pretty good. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, the game's strongest suit is that there are two strongest suits are you have a really fun, you know, shooting gameplay, um, mechanics going on. Everything feels good. Aiming feels good. You're not doing like kind of like an awkward, like auto aim type thing. You are, Right. You know, you, you are kind of free aiming, but, like, it works well. Everything kind of feels well. And then it's kind of wrapped up in, like, this, like, really good, like, um, pulpy noir story that's almost kind of played to, like, a campy level. But uh, I think that's, yeah. like, kind of, like, the, the charm of the whole thing. So, I don't know. I think it's a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two dream sequences are... Yeah, they're not good. But, again, it's, like, it's two levels out of, like, you know, almost 30. You know, the only other levels I didn't really yeah. care for. I didn't care for some of the factory levels, like the midpoint of the game. But, um, yeah, you know, but that's, but again, they kind of come and go kind of quick. N- nothing, is, nothing is very, no levels like very long. So it's like, you're kind of done with them kind of quick. And I don't, I don't hate any levels. It's just like, and I thought they were all pretty good. They just, they kind of get samey after a while. Um, especially when like, 
when you go to the dock in the harbor side and it's like there's not a lot happening yeah <laughs> it's very sparse yeah um but then they and, and again even in like the tower at the end i thought it got there's like just room after room after room after room of guys that you're killing oh i love that um, though because it was like level. it was like relentless and uh and like the rooms were like kind of tight and i was like I couldn't get enough of it because I, th- I thought it was like, just I was like, yeah, just bring me wave after wave after wave in this tight space. Like, I'm ready to go. I don't know. I thought it was fun. I, I love that, like, the last, like, quarter of the game was, like, maybe my favorite part of the game. Yeah, it was challenging. You definitely had to, like, be more, you know, you had to use your bullet time at, at the right times in order to get through some of those parts. Otherwise, you get smoked by some of those waves. You know, the, the video that you sent out the other day, Chris, like, they talked about where they stash some of the enemies. Like, why would you be, like, immediately behind a wall in a corner, like, waiting to, you know, to shoot? And they'd have, like, three or four people set up like that. A lot of times, i just whip the grenade in the room first, just be like, all right, <laughs> clear them out, then dive in there, I, you know, because... <laughs> that last level is very doomy, like the original Doom, where you're, like, in a room, you'll kill guys, and then, like, another door will open behind you, and there will be guys behind you, and, like... That is that feels yeah. very like a map design for the original Doom. Yeah, um, but I like that. I I like like the frantic, just like it's coming at you from all. Especially that part in the tower. It's like you're like in the office the, cube space. Like and it was like really tight. Oh, and yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, give me more of this yeah. shit. <laughs> I the, I like the part where the guys snipe you with, with grenade launchers from like distance. Yeah, just hey, <laughs> that was like pain in the ass. <laughs> You just gotta, yeah. you gotta keep moving, don't yeah. like you know. I, I like as I was like watching other videos, people were like, oh yeah, you're gonna like snipe him here, and I was like, no, I was like, don't snipe him, just like run and like you'll you'll um, you'll dodge them, and then like as you go up the elevator, like you can go clear them out, like they're not gonna really be able to hurt you once you're like on the same level with them. So that was right. that was my approach. But. I had my grenade launched extremely high and just smoked a couple of them, and then just ran like hell. Yeah, <laughs> I sniped him. I didn't have really, I didn't have that much problem. Um, but Matt, what do you, what do you think about this game? I, I think it borrows a lot of good elements. Like Chris said, it's definitely campy, um, has a lot of noir, has the, that Punisher element, but also like the fact that it, it throws all that in, you know, a pot with the, um, the bullet time and gets that going and it gets like a really solid series going after that. So I love it, man. I, I, you know, I beat it for the pod, but. Even when I first got it, I think I beat it four or five times, like in a row. Like I was, I was obsessed with this game back when it first came out. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was also, I really liked this game when I, when it first came out. Um, <laughs> so where where does this game? I never played it until uh, this year, list. and I loved it. But uh, <laughs> I also like really like like old time radio pulpy noir things, and I loved all like the references, like Sam Spade, Phil Marlowe. Um, Mike Hammer and like all that sort of stuff. That's all stuff that's like right up uh, my personal alley. So your mileage may vary, as they say. But uh, for me, second, ga- I got a lot second out game of it. in a row. Hmm? Second game in a row we've uh, that have been inspired by noir. So yeah, yeah. After Bad World, this is uh, I think this <laughs> much better game. I, than th- Bad I World. think this is uh, I think this does a little bit better with the uh, the source material than uh, Bad World. Did I don't think uh, I don't think Bad World really understood what pulp noir really was supposed to be. But um, so we so we are adding our this Max Payne to our endless list. It's going to be our hundred and tenth 
game that we've added to the list. Last week, we added Mad World at number 102. It currently goes from number one, Super Mario 64, all the way down to number 109, Home Alone for the Sega Genesis. Um, so just for me, like my ceiling, like absolute ceiling, like it could could never go below this. Like it's going to go way higher than this. I don't know about way higher, but higher than this. Um, my ceiling for this would be 52 on Amusha. And obviously, I think this goes way higher than that. Wait, but you said that's your ceiling? Is it on Amusha? Or, I mean, my floor. Oh, my your floor, floor. I should say. Oh, very, very different. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes, I agree. It's, a, like, it's actually funny. I was like, thinking like how to rank this game, and on Amusha was something I was kind of comparing it to in my head in the sense that, like, uh, a game that kind of exists like an existing style, like Arnimusha is kind of like a takeoff, like the Resident Evil style, like Max Payne is like kind of lives in that Grand Theft Auto style of gameplay, but then also kind of thinking like what like launched from that, like you know, yeah, Arnimusha. Like I love the Arnimusha games, but uh, even though I have not played the other Max Payne games, like I know that um, you know this game kind of. You know, it made Bullet Time popular a, for games. It launched like this, like Max Payne franchise. A, like that, I think it's a little. It's bit a cult bigger. classic. Yeah, and um, so. I think well, I think Max Payne's beyond a cult classic. I think that I think Anamusha is more like a cult classic, and I think this is like a more like a mainstream. Like I, I felt like for years I was like literally the only person who had never played Max Payne on the planet. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, in terms of where where it could go, like. I personally see think that like Dead Space is a better game than that. It's fucked up. Uh, than than Max Payne. <laughs> it's fucked up. Really fucked up. Overall, I think I think it's a better story, and I think that I I like the diversity of the gameplay better. Holy shit! I think I think you're on fucking V. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Your, what, I'm just kidding. What What would be your ceiling? Uh, uh, I have not settled on a ceiling yet. Um, you know, I'm starting from like Red Dead Redemption down, and I obviously do not think that uh, that uh, that this game is anywhere close to Red Dead Redemption. But uh, right. but like you know, I had to start somewhere. And I got to work down. But I think you know, Matt, this is a game that you know you uh, pushed for for us to do on this, and you know, Matt just said, uh, Mike just said Dead Space, but you know, it was a game that you also like because you're also fucked up. But um, Batman Arkham <laughs> Asylum is right above it, which I know is a game and franchise that you also love very passionately. Uh, so I'm actually well, kind of curious to know what you are. Which I know we're not talking about right now, but... Yeah, I, I, um, just, I just want to know. You bring up good points. <laughs> Chris, yeah, you bring up good points as far as those franchises go. Like it's So I understand like some of the the gripe about dead space one like it was kind of slow a lot of um you know go get this and bring it here and stuff like that but that that series got progressively better um i would say the same thing about max Payne. like i I definitely recommend the second and third one because the third one again is one of my favorite games um arkham asylum the batman series is definitely one of like my favorite franchises so is max Payne better than batman Mm. i don't think so Oh, this! I'm is... also a big Batman fan, but you know it's not. I don't think it's I'm... better than Batman. I think it's better than the Dead Space 
I just like I'm going series by like versus series here. I think that Max Payne, the series of Max Payne, is overall better than the series of Dead Space. So that that's like where I'll make that argument, I guess. But I know how much uh, I like it in that range. I know how much Matt loves Batman, so I wanted to see if he would betray him for Max Payne. And uh, I got uh, I got my Uh, answer. So I um I don't even like I didn't even really like. I mean, it was fine. I didn't think it was it was bad. I didn't think it was like mind blowing either. Arkham Asylum, but I like it better than. My most recent playthrough of Max Payne, and I really like that game. All right, so okay, <laughs> take that, take that, take that paradox for what you will. So <laughs> I feel like okay, so I feel like we have all kind of landed somewhere in the uh, thirty-eight up range, like kind of with the Dead Space area, whatnot. Um, as yes. Mike I, I haven't Dead even Space, t- talked Matt, to myself. Matt is indifferent, and I fucking hate Dead Space, but. I'm going to, like, now we're asking, like, where is my ceiling come in? And for me, I almost wish Matt, Matt Z was on this. So I could go, Does, is this game better than Oregon Trail? Just to get a reaction yes. there. But I'm going to say, yes, <laughs> this is better than Oregon Trail. But I start hitting walls with, um, um, and again, this is going to be for me personally, I kind of start hitting walls with Castlevania and definitely No Mercy. Um that's like kind of like yeah i was gonna say uh, personal i was gonna say there's like zero there's like there's like questions on games leading up to i think hotline miami yeah like i or actually metal metal slug even like there's no doubt in my mind that metal slug and hotline miami are way better games than max Payne. yeah i've never played hotline miami but i would like to and i i uh but um I would probably I don't know anything about papers please. So but I think I would I would probably put this right above Oregon Trail personally. Cuz as much like I love Arkham Asylum we, but I think this is like a better introduction to a series than Arkham Asylum is. I feel like I'm going to give you something uh, just so I'm not here. I want to put it at number 38. Are you gonna and that's not where I originally wanted nonsense to about Dead put Space. It. No, so <laughs> I, I want to push Dead Space down. Okay, but I originally was like, I kind of don't think this game's a better game than Titanfall Two. Um, but I didn't start off from that position. I started off with from it, when we were talking about this. I think because I think I, I genuinely think that Dead Space does a lot more than Max Payne does and holds up better because Dead Space has. A more cohesive story. Um, I think it's told a little bit better. I really like how there's in-game cutscenes, so it like pull it like pulls up your visor, and there's like a window as you're still doing shit, which was kind of mind blowing for the time period that it came out when it came out in 2008. Um, and then also there's like little things like your HUD is <clears throat> in your suit. So, or on your gun, you, you tell it's how many rounds you have and your health is on the, your back. So it's all incorporated into the, the art direction and design, the gameplay elements, which I thought was really good. And in general, I, I'm just a big fan of Resident Evil 4 and this game in Re- Dead Space was essentially Resident Evil 4 a lot of the time. Oh my God. Putting that game and Resident <laughs> Evil 4 in the same fucking sentence. You, like, dude, they, they got like dirt on you. That like Dead Space... Dead Space's creators have fucking dirt on you. I'm convinced. 
this is I also like the, wild the lighting in that game. The lighting in that game for 2008 was so good. And also the sound design was so good. There are... It is a very good video game. Too bad the I game. really like that. You know what, game. Mike? The more you talk about it, the more I'm falling back in love with Dead Space. Oh, I'm like, oh, you I'm gonna replay asshole. that series. <laughs> like, I just well, listen. I'm not. I'm not fucking over Batman ever. You know this, so yeah. But like, so just to, I'm not gonna dwell on Dead Space a lot more. But the way what they do with lightning lighting in that game for it being a game from 2008 is crazy to me like how they how they use shadows and how they use like uh, that that effect to obscure uh the bad guys when they're coming at you or make them look wild as they put like shadows on the walls behind them and have like flashing lights it's very cool it's a very cool looking game i think it plays very well yeah um and i was scared shitless of it for like the first two hours and then i got over that real quick (laughs) yeah all this fucking great lighting for the same gimmick over and over again where you shoot enemies in the arms and still like the middle of their body and they drop out of vents like Ah, in the middle of every single combat scene over and over Chris, and over again. We're talking. We're talking about a game that exclusively uses one mechanic called bullet time for five hours, <laughs> and that's the whole thing. But so. it's fun. <laughs> again, I, this is I, this is I all be, this is all a tongue in cheek. Your mileage may vary. Type conversation. I did not like Dead Space. I just fucking hated it. I, I would be willing to put Max Payne at number thirty-eight if you are happy with that. Um, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. If, if if Matt is not going to put it above Batman, how could I? That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking right. I've been for the people out there. I have been overruled on Dead Space, but I am giving in because we all need to lose some battles sometimes. Listen, you're we like you're like to. it's your pod. You're, you're, you get like, like you get the host veto a lot, so it's uh you know we. I'm just trying to bring people together, have a good time. And that's what I'm trying to do for you people. Anything that pushes Dead Space down a number, I'm on board with. So that's fine. With me. All right. So we have a new number 38 on our endless list. It is a de- the Dead Sp- or it's not Dead Space. It is. <laughs> it's Max Max Payne, and I think that you know it's a good spot for it on our list. Um, but yeah, I think it's in between a bunch of PS3 games now. So we broke up the PS3 uh, trifecta, <laughs> which I'm happy about. Oh yeah! Look but at yes, that. thank you, thank you, Chris, for uh, joining us. Hey, you know, I'll probably be here next week. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Matt, for uh, joining us. And um, what is next week? I don't know. Is, is next week a movie? Or is next week a game? Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's our we're delving back into sports next week. Oh, that's right. I need to get on that then. What is it? <laughs> uh, Mutant League football. Ah, uh, oh. If you if you want, you can borrow it. Just stop by. No, I, I mean we have this thing called the internet where uh, you know <laughs> 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 those games are readily available. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with Mutant League football as we go into the the Super Bowl. But yes, I want to thank you again, guys, and we'll be back next week. Thanks, Michael. See ya.